keep a secret? In a world of seemingly endless revelations about surveillance by governments, corporations, and heaven only knows who else, it seems very few of us can, whether we want to or not. An April 2014 Harris poll found that nearly half of respondents had changed their online behavior as a result of hearing about the NSA's Snoopy activities, and a quarter had done less banking online, less shopping online, and used email less. Today, it seems, you can't be too careful. Nor could governments, a century ago, in a world engaged in the war to end all wars, or so they thought, which after two and a half gruesome years was going nowhere slowly. Long before text messages, emails, and cell phones, the telegraph was the mode of choice for the embassy set, and one telegram in particular, designed to tip the balance of the war, backfired completely and spectacularly, and eventually became an example not only of terribly misjudged diplomacy, but of a secret about a secret about a secret. A document that changed the world, a telegram sent in code from German Foreign Minister Arthur Zimmermann to the German ambassador in Mexico City. 1917. I'm Joe Janes of the University of Washington Information School, and I'd like to thank and acknowledge my student Jill Fenno, who researched and produced this episode. As 1917 dawned, things were just ugly throughout much of Europe as alliances and empires were at each other's throats. The United States had so far remained studiously neutral, trading with both sides, and Woodrow Wilson fancying himself a peacemaker-in-waiting to a world that seemed little interested in his services, eventually winning the 1919 Nobel Peace Prize for his troubles and little else. The delicate game of maintaining that neutrality for as long as possible to reap the maximum financial benefit survived U-boat attacks, the 1915 sinking of the Lusitania, and a presidential election the following year. As the war dragged on, Germany was subsisting on potatoes and sending 15-year-olds onto the battlefield, so something dramatic was required. Arthur Zimmermann, the newly appointed German foreign minister, had just the thing. What if Mexico could be persuaded to attack the U.S. from the south, thus occupying their attention and distracting them from the unrestricted submarine warfare Germany was about to unleash, and thus keeping the U.S. out of the war in Europe? And if Mexico obliged, they might get Germany's gratitude, some financial support, and, oh, I don't know, how about Texas, New Mexico, and Arizona, which they had lost over the previous 80 years. Great idea, huh? So Zimmermann sends this brainstorm in a message to Heinrich von Eckart, his ambassador to Mexico. Naturally, you can't send something like this just any old way. Plan A is to use a merchant submarine, but its journey is canceled, so instead, off it goes by telegram. Telegraphy had been around for several decades, with the first stable transatlantic cable in place by 1866, running from Ireland to the poetically named Heart's Content in Newfoundland. It quickly becomes a popular means for sending messages much faster and much further than ever before possible, the first time in human history that people at a distance could be connected in real time. The Pony Express could move the mail from coast to coast in 10 days, 
but it couldn't compete and ceased operations within days of the completion of the transcontinental telegraph after a run of a mere 18 months. Telegrams were fast and could go far, but they could also be expensive, so codes not unfamiliar to us in an LOL, OMG kind of world were developed to save space and money, from a simple 73 for goodbye to EWVGL for Natives Have Plundered Everything from the Wreck, which apparently happened often enough to need its own code. At least a thousand different codebooks were published during the telegraphy era for both general and specialized uses. Needless to say, the Germans were employing a rather more sophisticated set of codes for their messages, necessary because their telegraph cable had been cut by the British early in the war, and so the obligingly still neutral Americans were allowing them to use theirs for diplomatic purposes. The Zimmermann telegram thus went from the American embassy in Berlin via Copenhagen and London to Washington on its way to Mexico City across a diplomatic cable meant, in part, to carry President Wilson's peace overtures. It was sent on January 16, 1917, the same day the U.S. buys the Danish Virgin Islands and six days before Wilson calls for peace without victory in Germany. The message got through just fine, though not without other unknown and unintended eyes on it, in this case in the prosaic-sounding Room 40 of the British Admiralty Office, which by this point was employing 800 telegraphers and 80 cryptographers busily intercepting and decoding communications in the way one does during wartime. The message they started with was numbers. Lots of numbers. About 175 four- and five-digit numbers, obviously, in code. Mostly, they stand for words. 36477 was Texas, 67893 was Mexico. The Germans hadn't gotten around yet to creating a code for the newly admitted Arizona, so it was encoded phonetically. The code breakers also used knowledge of German syntax that verbs often occurred directly before periods, and so on. By this point, the British have gotten very good at decoding German messages, and thus this one was cracked within days. So now the British knew what the Germans were up to in enticing the Mexicans to attack the Americans. Okay, simple. Now we tell the Americans, right? Sure. Except you don't necessarily want everybody to know just how good you are at this, so as not to spoil the surprise. So the coded message about the secret operation is decoded in secret and kept a secret. With typical British can-do spirit, they devise a means of letting the cat out of the bag without letting the cat out of the bag, so to speak. The head of Room 40, one Reginald Blinker Hall, no kidding, passes the text to the foreign office who contrive multiple stories to cover their tracks. They knew the text would be sent by regular means from Washington to Mexico, so they get the coded text from the Mexican telegraph office, perhaps by the bribery efforts of one Mr. H. 
And it just so happened that that version used a different code from the original, but one that had previously been captured. Thus, the British could give away that code and still conceal their other superior cryptography capabilities. The decoded message finally makes its way to Wilson in late February, and by the end of the month, he releases it to the press. And then the proverbial matter hit the proverbial fan. There isn't any Pearl Harbor moment by which the Americans entered World War I, but this is about as close as you can get. Zimmerman actually confesses, in an interview and then a speech, that it's genuine, in the apparent belief that Americans wouldn't be all that angry so long as they understood Germany would only bankroll Mexico's attack if the U.S. entered the war. Nope. Within days, Wilson's hand is forced. Within weeks, a resolution is introduced in Congress, and the Americans take up arms in April of 1917 for the final 17 months of the war. For the record, Mexico never seriously entertains this offer, dismisses it out of hand, and never enters World War I. Zimmerman loses his job just after the fall of the German government that summer, never to regain it, though before he left office he did make time to facilitate Lenin's return to Russia through German territory, thus aiding, unintentionally, the Russian Revolution. What a doofus. Now, of course, the telegram has all but vanished. Western Union, with roots back to the dawn of telegraphy in the 1850s, ceased its service in 2006, by which time it was delivering only 20,000 or so telegrams a year. They're best known now as a money order and transfer service. Telegrams can still be sent via services such as iTelegram, though in a world of texting and Twitter, that's a bit of a secret too. One wonders, in fact, if the NSA is even bothering to monitor telegrams. Perhaps it's back to being a secure medium once again. <laughs>